This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. And yo, your mom knows how to dance though, yo. Oh man. My, she was going in. My mom, she, I think my mom was on a mission to dance with all my single guy friends. Oh, no, no. <laughs> she was. No, seriously. Talk- seriously. She like, she, like, I think she wanted to meet you, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Because the one and only Flower Man Bowen. She Flower wanted Man to meet Bowen. you. Oh, she was, so, she was so grateful for the flowers, man. I was like, yo, no big deal. Like, it was. It was like what I was. It was like I was bringing your bride, you know. Everyone was like, "Oh, thank you so much for bringing the flowers." I was like, what? I forgot the flowers are hey, there. Man, there's no flowers. There's no wedding, man. It's important shit. I know, I know, man. Silky and filthy, where we talk a lot of hockey and a whole lot of bullshit. Gives it away. Horvat centers. Patterson scores. Politely. Why would I be polite with you? Are you kidding me? Never look yourself in the mirror, right? You're always good. You never make the mistakes. Yeah, you know, they're a good team. They're a good team. They're a good team. They play hard. Obviously, they're a good team. They have a lot of good players. You're about to listen to some puck talking bullshit. Welcome to another episode of Silky and Filthy with your host, Trevor Beggs. Welcome, all of you silky studs. This is the married Mr. Trevor Beggs. I'm with Flower Man Bowen. Oh, Flower Man shit. Bowen. Okay. How are you, man? That's that's the last time you're using the Flower Man thing until the next wedding. Okay. I, I've been inv- I've been invited to a couple weddings now in the next year. I don't know if I'm going to be the Flower Boy again. It was cool. Flower it was Man. Nice. You the no flower, flower Man. Sorry. You want to be a Flower Boy? Hey, you remember your wedding with the uh, the Flower Girl? She forgot to throw the petals. <laughs> yeah. That was adorable. She dropped yo. one petal, one one petal, and the photographer had to go save the day. But uh, was, I think yeah. he's I think he's been to a few weddings, so he was he was on the ball, man. He knew what to do. But, he uh, knew what to do. So, ah, yeah, man. That, that was a great time. The wedding was a good time. Flower Man, you're welcome, man. You're welcome. Anything for you, Trevor. You there know you go. that. Oh, so how about this, man? Did you dance with any other ladies other than my mom? No, I didn't. My sister, maybe. Here's the thing. <laughs> maybe your sister. I don't know. I, I'll, man, I was gonna say something, but uh, you know, 2019 is just like. You can't be saying too much shit these days, okay? We'll say, we'll say it off air. But it was a good time. The dancing was great. If you're new to Silky and Filthy, Trevor got married last weekend, okay? It was a good time. And I'm talking more great than him. Time. Trevor, how do you feel, man? Married man. I feel fantastic. I feel like I'm going through a bit of detox. I think, you know what? Uh, I was talking to you before the show. Like, all, all my buddies like who are Hindu Muslim, like they always have like a week-long celebration. Yeah, and all this. the Hindus. And, um... You know what? I feel like I got it on a smaller scale because I don't have a, a huge family. Like I went through the same thing, man. It was just like a week straight of just like going hard. Like I, I, I barely slept, man. I feel like I aged a year even before the wedding, man. And then yeah. there was the wedding, and that was just one of the best nights ever, man. You oh, know what? Man. I, I gotta give a shout out to my best man, my brother. You know what? He, he, he pulled some moves that night, man. We were a little worried Woo! about. We were a little worried about the speech going into it. He was writing a speech for days, and you know, and I, I read one line. And he just trashed me for listening to Post Malone. Oh yeah, I remember and that. I was line. like, I was like, this speech is gonna be, uh, gonna be interesting, man. But anyways, he goes in. He absolutely knocks the speech out of the park. He does. 10 and out he's 10. like, and then he's just walking around with his swagger, man. Oh, you knew. Walking yes. around with his swagger yes. all night long. And the smile. He had the smile going. Yes. All that good stuff. And you know what? We turn around at one point, 
and he's making out with, with my the, wife's cousin. There you go. One of the bridesmaids. There you go. In the middle of the room. There you go. What a guy. And and yo, they they milked the kiss. Everyone turned around. Okay, let me paint the picture. This friend of his, Trevor has the best friend of all time. I'm sorry if you're my friend and you're listening to this. If if I have other brothers that are listening to this and, and you feel you feel threatened by that, no, I, I'm just being honest. Trevor has the single single best friend of all time. You know who you are, and he makes a move on Hannah's cousin, and boom, everyone in the wedding is cheering like it's his wedding. You know, I've never seen anything like that. Everyone turned around, everyone's clapping, and then he milked the kiss. He leaned her over, held it a bit longer. I know the homie watches a lot of movies. What a moment. I forgot about that. Wow. Oh, man. So, uh, and, and you know what? Things got a little crazier for them later in the night, Ooh, man. Hey, so, whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, right, Trevor, here man. we Come on, go. Man. So, what, 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 kiss and tell for other people, man. <laughs> Shout, oh, man. Sorry. We got to tell, tell the listeners all the juicy details, man. Hey, juicy so details. So, what, what happens when, you're, when your best friend hooks up with your wife's cousin, man? He's, he's got to marry her now, man. He's going to be my real brother, man. Fulfill the prophecy. Holy shit, you guys lined this up. It, it's now making sense. Uh, up until now, I didn't know that was that was the cousin of your bride. Um, that's incredible. What a great time. Just adds to what was honestly a 10 out of 10 experience for me. We were on some fucking mountains, yo. We were. On, I'm a Hindu. I've never been to a wedding like that. That was so cool. <laughs> that was so cool. I'm getting excited because I'm just going back to, 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 to the past weekend. I didn't hook up with nobody. I didn't get laid. Okay, yet it was still a 10 out of 10 time. It was incredible. Yeah, it was a great weekend, man. You know, it's funny. My other Muzzy buddy, it was his first white wedding as well. Shout out to the Muzzy. And then uh, it's like 11 o'clock at night, man. He's like, what the hell, man? Why haven't I heard the song White Wedding yet? I was like, that's a great question, man. What, what song is White Wedding? No, White Wedding by Billy Joel. No. It's a, a nice day for a white wedding. You're going to have to find it and put it in the show right here just so you can listen to it a bit, okay? I'll play it at the end yeah. for sure. Okay, okay, there you go. White Wedding. Okay, Does go. it have to do with like, is it like, oh, Caucasian people get married, listen to this song? No, right? It's just, no? I've never heard and it. And it doesn't matter. I've I'm never heard it at a wedding before, but you oh, know, really? it's a classic song, man. Cool, man. I wouldn't get offended. Some people would. Shout out, shout out to music. Shout out to the dance party at the wedding. What was your favorite part outside of you know the I do's and the vows, which were beautiful? Dude, the helicopter, man. It had to, oh. I mean, it had to be the helicopter. Yo, that grand entrance. Oh my! That was goodness, pretty cool, man. man. Like we landed in somewhere in the middle of nowhere in the mountains. You know, Revel Stokes the gateway to the Rocky Mountains. It looked like a scene under the Revenant, man. Oh That's man! That's where we landed. I thought Leo DiCaprio was gonna pop out of the bushes with his like limbs falling off. Wow, man. That would have made for a cool photo though. Helicopter on top of the mountain. Uh, before we move on to some hockey talk uh, i'll even mention that that on that sunday i came back home i had some homies over they were asking about the wedding and, and i talked about the mountains and whatnot and one of the homies was like yo it would have been it's gonna be dope when i get married because i'm gonna pull up in a helicopter and i was like yo i forgot you guys pulled up in a helicopter <laughs> <laughs> yo this was a 10 out of 10 time i'm telling you 10 out of 10 yeah. time it was a good time uh, let's just move on to some hockey talk. I mean, this could be a 57,000-minute conversation it could. about the greatest wedding of all time. Shout out to all your homies. Shout out to your mom. Shout out to your dad. Shout out to the family. Yeah. Wow. Great stories from the night, man. You know what? I'm, I'm sad it's all over, to be honest. Like, yeah, you know, the, the, I am. The week, the week and a half leading up to it was a huge party. You know, the night before was a rager, man. I'm surprised, like, I woke up. But, you know, thankfully, adrenaline got me through it. Oh, yeah. Um, we went hard the night before. We did go hard the night before. It was a house but. party. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sad. I'm sad it's all over, man. But you know what? When uh, something ends, there's a new beginning. You know what? I, I got a marriage. I got a new life to start. 
And yep. uh, guess what, man? The Edmonton Oilers might be entering a marriage as well. And you know who they might be hiring? Oh, your man. favorite coach, your favorite unemployed coach in the NHL, Mr. Dave Tibbet. Kyle, just one second. Tell me how you feel. I'm. Uh, what's up with the NHL and these owners and these general managers and presidents wanting to hire these same fucking people? Now, this would make a little bit more sense if. If that person you're hiring had some success in their recent ventures in their jobs. But no. Now I get it. Dave Tippett, good hockey guy, knows what he's doing. But let's look back at his coaching career. The last time he had success was what, 2012? When Phoenix made or Phoenix or Arizona or whatever made the conference finals? Well, I mean, yeah. It was, it, it it was, was definitely the last right? time he had success. 2011, yeah. 2012, he took the the phoenix coyotes and that's a long time ago i know time's moving fast but let yo that's like seven years ago for those of you who aren't caught up on dave tippett and his uh, recent coaching history after that round three exit uh, to the los angeles kings he missed the playoffs for five straight seasons before the coyotes gave him the boot oh man oh man and then he was with dallas before that and, and i feel like we shouldn't even go over what happened in dallas because it was so long ago and it wasn't that great now am i missing something is this guy not the Jeff Fisher of the NHL? Am I missing something, Trevor? Come on, help well, me out here. He used to be the Jeff Fisher of the NHL because uh, Jeff Fisher is uh, also out of the NFL. Yeah. Um, but if Tippett Tip gets hired, man, we might have to find another reference. We might have to find another example here. I don't even know, man. It uh, just seems like a weird example. You does. know what I mean? Like the Oilers tr- tried the old boys thing with, Hen- with Ken Hitchcock. It didn't work great. I don't really know what Dave Tipp is going to do to make it better. That's just my personal opinion. That being said, he did have an underwhelming amount of talent in Arizona. Very underwhelming. I will say that too. But damn. Damn. Do something more with it. If you're... Okay. You got to do something with it to be to be proclaimed as his good coach. And if you're... And if you're the, if you're the Edmonton Oilers and that fan base with people like Connor McDavid on your team, Leon Dreisaitl, you have to get a good coach. There's no more time to waste here, guys. I'm telling you. If the Oilers suck again next year, McDavid's out. And then, I don't even know. Just nail this coaching hire. And I'm a I'm a Canuck fan, yo. I, I don't really care about the Oilers that much, but it's, this joke about the Oilers, it's kind of getting old. It's kind of getting old, and I want to see good Is players Is it getting succeed. older or does it get funnier with each passing year? I, I don't know, man. I don't know. A joke has to run out, right? Eventually. I'm the kind of guy that beats a joke to death. Okay, That's why uh, my wife doesn't find me very funny. But hey, oh man, she actually said that in a vows too, yeah, like laughing did. at your jokes. And, and she's been doing that too. <laughs> like she's just like, I'll say something and then she'll give like the most sarcastic, like ha ha, like just dripping yeah. with sarcasm. Like, well, fuck you. Well, damn. just kidding, I love her. <laughs> I'm not even gonna cut that out. No, you should. You know man. what? Who should cut something out? The Oilers. Like, just don't do this. Don't do this. Uh, if you want to give Dave Tibbet a bit of credit here, I'll throw, I'll throw a couple stats at you, man. What's the world stats. championship record or something? <laughs> Get out of here, man. The world championships. In his first year as a head coach in Dallas, led when the team was to this? 46 wins in his first season. When to was this? 0203. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's like 27 years ago, man. Yeah, it's a different, it's a different <laughs> NHL, man. It's a different NHL. But, okay, I didn't even know this, but his first year at the helm of the Phoenix Coyotes. 50 wins, dude. He ripped off 50 wins for the Phoenix Coyotes. Like, and he won the Jack Adams that year. They lost in round one. But he ripped off 50 wins, and the team didn't have a scorer with more than 55 points. Okay. I'm pretty sure that was the breeze year. Like, though. we haven't seen that done before where coaches are able to take an underwhelming team, just 
cement this boring ass dial and, and somehow squeak in or or get 50 wins for that yeah, you know what? I was trying to play devil's know. advocate a little bit. It's not but working with me. I just don't, yeah, I don't think it's going to work. I just don't think Dave, Dave Tippett's style is going to work into this NHL. You know, guys can change. We've seen one perfect example is John Tortorella. John Tortorella is a guy who is able to adapt, able to change his coaching style, and has worked really well in Columbus. Can Dave Tippett be that guy? I don't think so, but we aren't mind readers, man. I, it's going to be interesting to see if this actually goes down. Now, according to the Edmonton Journal, sorry, uh, Bob Stoffer? Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah. I don't know. I think it's Bob Stoffer, yeah. And, and Mark Stauffer, Spector. Yeah. They're both saying that it's going to happen. I mean, Mark Spector said, uh, I would say it's tips if he wants it. If he decides, nah, I like staying in Seattle, that then he won't go to Edmonton. Because that's the other thing, too. Uh, Dave, Tippett, my, Dave Tippett may want to just stay in Seattle and be an advisor and see how that thing goes. Dave Tippett in Edmonton, really? In Edmonton, really? This is what you're doing after... After all the bullshit you've been through, come on, Ryan Rashog, he's pretty much saying that he's a front runner. This is actually going to happen. I'm sorry, Oilers fans. Nothing's going to change. Well, you know what? They missed out on Elaine Vigneault, man. And it's, it's funny because there's quite a, a lot of Elaine Vigneault haters on the East Coast where he actually ended up. Uh, you know, we talked to, uh, you know, we, we mentioned our buddy Andrew Chelney here and there. He's a, he's a big Coach V hater. Shout and out, There's Andrew. a lot of them. There's a lot of them in New York. And, you know, we haven't really talked about uh, Vigneault and his hire in Philadelphia. That was we probably, we were probably a good fit for that team, man. I, okay, well, I want to bring this up too. Do you think that some coaches are like some players and don't want to make a living here in Canada in the NHL? Is, is that what we're kind of seeing? Couldn't Edmonton do better? They have the best player in the world on their team. They have a new facility. I'm guessing they have money. Why why can't Edmonton do better? Why can't they be one of the front runners with a guy like Coach Q, Vigneault, these, these guys that have had success in recent years. We're talking about Dave Tippett going to the Oilers. Dave Tippett. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't think it's a lack of coaches. You look at this. There's only 31, soon to be 32 of these jobs in the NHL. I don't think it's a lack of not finding a candidate. It's that the Oilers just keep, seem to keep shooting themselves in the foot, Damn. each toe, each finger, and one testicle. Wow. They've done it all, man. Wow. They've done it all. They keep shooting themselves all over their body <laughs> and here we are man here, all over their <laughs> body they're unbelievable just, they're just done like again like trevor is trying to trying to like get this joke going and i think he's run out of ways to make this joke even funnier because we've done it for so long the oilers are going to hire dave Tippett. now let me ask you this before we move on if the oilers do suck next year am i right is Connor mcdavid leaving what's your prediction I want to say yes. I would love to see the drama. I would love to see it unfold. Woohoo! Oh, man. The realistic guy in me is probably not. I just don't see how. Like, how do the Oilers pull it off? Like, they can't do it, man. Like, what? Dude, they, 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 they may as well get relegated to the AHL if they're going to do that, you know? You're oh, going to trade Connor McDavid. You, you don't belong in this league, man. Like, just go go to the dub. Well, I think it's going to be a matter of Connor McDavid just saying, nah, I'm out of here. Get but me out of here. He's a, he's a good Canadian boy, though, oh, man. You think man. he's Mr. Good nice Canadian guy? I don't know. Kid. I don't know, man. Who? Eventually. Come on. He, he is a competitive guy. He's got yes. that fire. Yes. I, I would say if the Oilers have another year as bad as last year. Get relegated. Yeah, either relegation, trading McDavid, or both, man. <laughs> maybe you're right. Man. Oh, just terrible stuff, man. And maybe we're wrong. Maybe Dave Tippett comes in, they win 67 games, and, and wins the cup. But 
no that's not gonna happen get someone this is this is one of those hires where i think holland and, and nicholson they're kind of they're kind of in a in a weird spot because there's a new manager there now yet this hire has to has to equal out to a good season like there is there's no other option for the edmonton oilers next season it has to be playoffs or bust well it was and, like that this year too right but i think next year's just even more so with everything going on and them getting ken holland and if they make this hire for oh man how many times have said dave tippett in this fucking episode man i'm I just, surprised you haven't slipped up and said jeff fisher by accident i, I don't know man oh, I, I, am i being a hater yes no I, well, you uh, are well, i guess i think I, it's reasonable okay. It, it would be different if another team would make this choice. The Oilers, really? This is this is the best they can get after what they've been through. I just feel like they they should have done better. This was their time. They they've kind of moved on from from somewhat of an old regime. I know some parts are still there, but it looks like they're moving in the right direction. Yet yet they're they're doing this. Yeah, and if if Tippett is to be hired, I just don't like. What's he gonna do to make the Oilers a better team? Like, I don't think he's gonna do much because the Oilers. Look at the team in the playoffs right now. Like, look at the St. Louis Blues, for example. Deep. Off to the Stanley Cup final for the first time in almost 50 years. Congratulations, St. Louis. Congratulations. But look at that team, man. They got a great defense. They got an incredibly hot goaltender. Evan has got none whoa, of that. Whoa. Yeah, he's. It sounded like you were talking been about nasty. his looks. Been nasty. Oh, been nasty. Right, like, well, the way you said it, it was like incredible hot goal. Like, you know, it sounded like you were just, you know, maybe, trying to play maybe, with him. Hey, maybe you just got a boner right now, man. Are you hey, feeling it, man, or what? No, no, man. Why would I be feeling it? <laughs> <We're not> s- <laughs> We don't we don't sit that close while recording this episode, <laughs> and that's yeah. for this exact reason, man. <laughs> hey, man, my guns are out right now too. Maybe Trevor's like fucking, you know, getting a little guns getting out. a little excited here, guns man. Guns out, sun's out. You know, the- <laughs> I'll tell you a funny story, okay? So I was setting up this AC system behind you, Trevor, and it was so hot in here, and I'm about to go out to a concert right after this episode, so I didn't want to sweat in the shirt that I that I was wearing out. You know, come on, there's gonna be some ladies here. I'm talking about going to Georgia Smith, Cali Uchi. I think that's how you pronounce it. There could be some fine ladies in there. I'm not going to show up in a sweaty t-shirt, okay? So while I'm setting up this air conditioning unit, I have my shirt off, man. And the windows are wide open. Like, come on. Am I getting that desperate? Like, I just came back from a wedding. Am I getting that desperate for some attention? Come on, man. You, I can't call you desperate. You, you mentioned it before, earlier prior to the episode. On my wedding night, it was like 1030 at night. I'd already lost the suit shirt oh i was i was in full on stripper mode man i was shirtless with a bow tie okay so i can't get mad at you man come on i'm not Ten, here to judge you 10 30 <laughs> the wedding at the wedding 10 30 p.m not even one okay this guy already has the dress shirt off the ties off trevor your family's still there okay come on man i wouldn't even do that i don't even see that at a lot of the weddings i go to wow Trevor, man, you you were having a lot of fun. Yo, speaking of the drinking, because I know that was involved in that decision. Your drink, the English 70. Oh, the, you went the other way, man. The French 75. Ah, oh, so close, I man. I bought so many of those. Dude, they, were they open bar? Weren't they free? Or did it, like later in the night? Later in the night. Oh, okay, gotcha. So, yeah, hey, yeah. you were getting the free drinks that night. Okay, I bought so many of those drinks. What is it? Champagne and... What's the liqueur it's in there? Gin, champagne, uh, yeah, gin, prosecco, and triple sec, maybe. It was really good. Yeah, it's delicious. Really refreshing too. Like yeah. after a night of dancing, you just want to keep sipping. Oh, those. some lemon in there. So good. Yeah. So there was one moment where I bought two, so I was del- uh, double fisting these bad boys while on the dance floor. Seems kind of dangerous. It wasn't. I- I'm a smooth dancer, okay. But while I'm dancing, 
uh, for lack of a better word, an older lady comes up to me and she just gives me the shimmy. Like she's like, she's coming towards me, giving me the shimmy and she finessed me for a drink, but I had to applaud it. You know, I had to applaud it. She started dancing with me. Like I'm just having a good time, having a fun time. She asked for, a, you know, she finessed me for a drink. She still had it Damn, at, at, a, at a senior age. And that that's the type of family you have, man. You got to, that's a smooth people in your family. The charm just just runs through yeah, the veins. Yeah, I'm telling you, eh? man. I don't think many people were leaving early at that wedding, man. There, oh, there's, man. there's some shimmying going on for Great sure. Great times, maybe, man. Maybe that's what Dave Tippett did. Maybe he just shimmied the Oilers. He's just like, hey, look at look at me. I've been to round three twice. I've got to Jack Adams. Oh, let's go. Man. Let's go. Man. Hey, who'd you rather hire, man? <laughs> Dave Tippett or Willie Desjardins? <laughs> Dude, okay. That's a... I know you're a Tippett with, hater. It, it, I know it's be close be. for you. It wouldn't be Willie <laughs> did, did anyone... Did anyone not notice that Willie D got hired for the sole purpose to to help the Los Angeles Kings tank? Oh, I'm pretty sure everybody knows that by now. No, yo, he's Tank Master Willie. Tank, Master I kind of feel Will. bad. He seems like the nicest guy. He does, but seem he's like just the Tank Master. Okay, being nice is one thing. You got to be good too. Okay, we're talking about the NHL. We're talking about millions, millions and millions of dollars. We're talking about Connor McDavid. Yo, Oilers fans, if you ever listen to this, which they probably don't, because we shit talk the Oilers quite a bit. Yo, no. It's easy though. It's do, easy. Do you remember that episode though? We had uh, Patrick Olson on from Copper and Blue, and we talked. So we said some nice things about Edmonton. We did. We West talked Edmonton about the Donairs. The Donairs, yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, whatever, man. Okay, the Oilers have fun with Dave Tippett. Just, just hope that Connor McDavid doesn't ask for a trade. Edmonton, Canadian city, Donairs, they're famous. That's my best way to to find a way to get ourselves into a segue here with We Are Canadia. Let, let's just run it right now. We got to continue this story about the Philippines. So before we get to Meanwhile in Canada, you know, I blew a lot of money on my wedding. It was a great time. It was a great time, but I did spend a lot of money. So you know what you guys are going to do? You guys are going to listen to this ad because I got to throw a few bucks towards the wedding bills. I know I'm married already. But the bills are still there. I might even give Kyle a dollar. Woo. There you go, buddy. Here's an ad from SB Nation. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Each day, a busy beaver can shift ten times its own body weight. Alrighty then. I grew up in Canada. I have not been around someone who wasn't high on pot for the past 15 years. Nancy, please don't trip on me, baby, okay? Did we get her done? Well, that depends. Can you go fuck yourself? Do I look Canadian? We did it because we love our country. And not for any other reason. No other reason. They can throw the money... Uh, for the pension fund out the window, they can throw anything they want out the window. We came because we love Canada. All right, this is We Are Canadia, a segment where Trevor and I talk about Canada in another light. Okay, a lot of you people out there in other parts of the world, whether it be the States, whether it be India, whether it be Singapore, whether it be Hungary, think that Canada is only cool because of hockey. And some people don't even don't even think hockey's cool. So so Canada is not cool. Nothing else happens here, right? No, you're wrong. A lot of things happen in Canada, and we're even we're even jackasses, Trevor. 
people people don't think that we're jackasses yo we're jackasses yeah we can be for sure i mean like so, some of us are cool you know we got the, we play hockey we got the mountain weddings but yeah there, there's some jerks man for sure there are some jerks now we told you about the story a couple weeks ago uh yet we didn't really do a good job at it we're not we're not the best with the segment okay but now there's a twist yeah now there's a twist okay we'll get better with this we're gonna do, still get filthy puck talking bullshit okay you heard the last part bullshit news same shit the philippines versus canada let's go back to this story so weeks ago we told you that canada dumped some garbage in the philippines and just left it there and now now the philippine filipino government is just choked they're mad they declared war air quotes on that they did say that but i don't know like the context of that phrase and we kind of just left it at that we didn't know much about the story we just thought it was funny and then i did some research and then so some other things just happened today canada has finally agreed to take back that garbage now trevor do you know how the garbage got there no man a canadian company tricked the philippines okay they told the philippines that this was some uh recycle recycled stuff you know some stuff that they could reuse bottles plastic and whatnot okay it wasn't though they opened up the containers and it was garbage so it wasn't like trudeau or, or wh whomever was in charge at the time uh, of this disposal doing the damage it was this company just finessing the philippines okay so the philippines was like yo canada take the shit back okay take it back like i guess the i guess the company couldn't really do much about it because like I, I whatever philippines they wanted canada to take it back canada was like what no we're not doing that and the philippines were like yo take it back we're giving you till may 15th may 15th passed and and it was sad like the the filipino community like for some reason they got someone in, in like parliament who who's of filipino descent to like not step down but take a break from the position it, it just became a big ordeal okay and canada finally as of today has agreed to uh send a couple containers there and, and help pick up that garbage yo now we read 69 69 containers all right are gonna go there and clean up the rest of the garbage because while it was there the philippine the filipino people had to do something with it right so they got rid of some of it but they couldn't get rid of all of it it wasn't their their job it wasn't their garbage they thought it was cans and plastic okay and canada finally has agreed to help pick up the garbage now here are some quotes from the the filipino prime minister i don't know his name see i'm telling you he, he, he's an angry dude man he's an angry dude like, see, okay the, one of the things that blew my mind about this story is that you know canada agreed to re remove the garbage and according to the tender it will cost at least 1.1 million dollars to remove it doesn't sound like this, a lot this prime minister sorry the president in the in the philippines is ready to wage war over a million bucks with the with the garbage well, come on, I know, man. I know. It's principle, man. It's principle. It's principle, yeah. But like, okay, man, in, in the small little city of White Rock, where I'm living, like, the pier is broken by this windstorm, all these boats crashed into it. It's going to cost, like, almost $10 million to fix, like, this tiny pier I know. in this little beach town. And yet, this is, like, worldwide news over, like, a million bucks worth of garbage, man. But what Crazy. is a million dollars worth of garbage? It must be a lot. It's more than just the cleanup crew, right? Yeah, it's, it's the cleanup crew, all the laboring right? and stuff like and that. The garbage ain't worth shit. Yeah. That's true. I see what you did there. Yeah, I see what you did there. You know, the Filipino people—they—they they just didn't want to be seen as this this uh, country that you could just step on, right? That's why I think that's why they made it such a big deal. There's that quote that says uh, the Philippines—the Philippines are an independent, sovereign nation, and it must not be treated as trash by other bigger nations or whatnot. So they were just mad. Yo, Filipino people, you know how cool Filipino people are. You, we, we really want to get these people mad. No, they help our country become a beautiful place. Canada, 
Thank you for stepping up to the plate. You you were two days late, though, according to the deadline. Come on. Do a bit better. What do you think Trudeau was doing during those two days where he was late? I, two days? Did I say two days? It might have been a week. I, again, I'm not very good at this segment yet. I'm not a news reporter. Oh, man. Trudeau, okay? Trudeau went on a bender at the same time as my wedding. Uh, there we go. Trudeau's maybe, going crazy. Maybe Trudeau was at your wedding. <laughs> maybe, and, and maybe I spoke with Trudeau. And I was like, yo. Possibly. We're, we're fucking Canadian. Fix that shit. And maybe he listened. Could have been, man. It was a bit of a crazy night. Like, anything could happen, so. Anything could have happened that night. It was a good night, but, You man. know, it was Canada's fault in the whole thing, right? It just, was. They shouldn't have been dumb garbage in the first place, man. You know, we got to do, just, just just be a good human, man. Don't litter. Be a good human. That's some silky and filthy advice right there. Right there. Some silky and filthy advice. No, that, that's some great advice. Not that's, some, that's some silky advice, man. Don't be filthy. Oh, shit. Trevor begs, man. Smooth guy. I don't know how Hannah doesn't laugh at your jokes, okay? Yeah, she, okay, she, so if, she's just used to it. If you don't have a lot of money in your pocket, you can't donate. If you can't do anything else to help society out, do your best and don't litter. There are garbage cans everywhere, especially if you live in Canada. Do not, do not litter. Be a good human being. Canada, thanks for cleaning up your mess. <laughs> <laughs> a bit late, but yo. Woohoo! Oh, man. Well, you know what? We, we don't like to be filthy with the garbage, but maybe uh, before we get into a little Stanley Cup... Uh, final preview here. Maybe we should poo-poo a bit on the losers. Wow. Um, on the so, losers. I mean, I, I should poo-poo on myself because, I, you know, <laughs> I picked... I thought I was going to go 0 for 2 with this round again after Carolina got swept. I was, you know, Carolina again, going into this round, best statistical team on paper, yeah. and they get swept, dominated by the Bruins. Experience. It was experience, man. Like, yeah. the goaltending for Carolina wasn't good. And Tuca was Tuka unbelievable. Tuca was just out playing out of his mind. That was too, it was too bad. I thought Carolina might uh, might actually challenge them and, and might you know fulfill the prophecy of when Stanley Cup final. But give this to Carolina. We know we talked before about how whenever they make it to the playoffs, they're going to at least round three, and they somehow pulled it out of their ass again. Did we say Stanley that? Cup. Who said that? Well, I was that? saying that before oh, in the playoff oh, previews. Like nice. In uh, so like I said, in the twenty first for those who need to refresh in the twenty first century, Carolina oh. had made the playoffs. This year would be fifth of nineteen times. Of those five times, they've made what I think it's. Three conference finals and two Stanley Cup finals. Crazy, man. Absolutely crazy. So, again, just fulfilling the prophecy, just like my but my best friend married my cousin in wow. the future. They're just fulfilling the prophecy, you know? That's going to be fun, yo. You guys are going to go on so many little vacations together, go on so many camping trips together. Your kids are going to be best friends with their kids. Well, they're going to be cousins. It's going to be beautiful. I could see that happening. Maybe maybe <laughs> I should be praying for that, man. It would be a good time, man. Uh, hey, man, just fulfill the prophecy, man. That's all I got to say. Fulfill uh, the, the prophecy. The prophecy of Joe Thornton winning the cup will not be fulfilled. Oh, um, hurts my soul. Does it really? I, eh, I feel kind of bad. I, there's always there's always good players that don't win the cup, Okay, man. what happened Like what happened with you and Jumbo Joe? Every time I bring up every Jumbo t- Joe yeah, on I'm this podcast. I'm just not going to lie, man. I, I'd, be, I'd be happy if Joe Thornton won. But every time I think of Joe Thornton possibly winning, I just think of Henrik and Daniel Sedin. Like... Henrik and Daniel Sedin, two of the nicest guys you could ever meet. Uh, Some of the most dominant players of their generation. Things. They didn't win either, man. You know, sometimes life's not fair. Sometimes fair enough. shit happens. Fair and enough. Shit's but, happening yeah, to Joe Thornton. But Joe Thornton's, like, don't get me I wouldn't wrong. Be, like I said, I'm not going to be sad. For, I wouldn't have been sad yeah. if you won. Don't yeah, get me wrong. I know, but. I know. I'm just bugging you. Yeah. I, I think Joe Thornton is, is respected more than Henrik and Daniel. Okay, let me let me just continue before y'all get mad at me. How dare you? It, it's because he's better. He, he's been better. He's been more cons- like you know what I'm saying. Like look at his accolades. Look how many points he's had. He's like uh, for sure, without a doubt, first ballot Hall of Famer without a cup. Didn't have a twin brother to help him out. You know, I'm, he he was so good. Whoa, whoa, he was whoa. so you're good. Saying Daniel, Daniel, <laughs> wow, <laughs> Daniel and Henry couldn't have done it alone. Is that what you're saying? Well, I'm saying like the magic. Uh, uh, Part of that magic was like them having you're right, each other. You're right. I'm just shitting. I know, I know, I know. So I think, 
I think that's what made me so. Oh, is that my phone, man? Yes, Kyle, that is your phone, but it's all right, man. It's all right. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna judge you for having a call on Silk and Filthy. It's all good. It this wasn't is, a lady. It wasn't a lady. Well, now, now I have a problem with it, man. <laughs> this is a sacred space, man. If you answer your phone on Silk and Filthy, it better be your mom or it better be a lover. Like I said, I'm going to this Georgia Smith concert. Maybe I'll find my wife there, man. You never know, man. You never, you never know. know. You never well, know. Like uh, I what said, were we talking about, Jumbo Joe? Talk about Jumbo, Henrik, Daniel. Uh, let me ask you this, it, Joe Thorne, if he's coming back. To the, to the NHL, 100% sure he's he's back with the Sharks, right? Or should he think about doing something else for one more year? Maybe picking another team? San Jose, wasn't this their year to do it? They got all the calls. They won two rounds. Well, not two rounds. They won one round because of a call. They almost won this round because of a bad call. They signed Eric Carlson in the... Well, they traded for him in the offseason. This was, this was their chance. I guess the only thing I say to that is, is where is Joe, Joe Thorne going to go? I, I do feel like there's so much parity in the NHL. Like, what team has a better chance than San Jose, right? They were the second best team in the West this year. And it's San Jose. Like, why would you want to leave, you know? It's California. Yeah. Just, just I'd have a hard there. time seeing him leave, but it's interesting. Unless unless somehow he signs for a million bucks and just plays on, like, Tampa's fourth line or something, you know? And, and like you said, there's so much parity that, that there's... There's not much of a guarantee there. No, San Jose, Tampa, it, it's a bit of a difference when it comes to climate, but not that much. Like they're yeah. both beautiful places. It is something to consider though, because you yeah. know you look at the San Jose Sharks. You know Joe Pavelski's 34 now. Yes. You know Couture is still a beast. Carlson might leave. Brent Burns is 34. It would be kind of smart to go to Tampa. Like you got a whole bunch of angry people on one team who are good at hockey. Could do some. Could do some dangerous things. San Jose, do you think they bounce back from this? Like it's so hard to get to the final four. You can't really say that this year was a failure. It's just so hard. Are these guys ever going to win the cup? With this core, I don't know. It's you feel like if it was going to happen, it would happen by now, right? I feel like the window is slowly closing for San Jose. And honestly, one of the big problems with San Jose in this round is they just got out goaltended. Like Martin Jones was pretty bad in games five and six. And oh, he, was, he had a bad season in general. Goaltending means so much this time of year, right? Rask was way better than McElhaney. Bennington was way better than Martin Jones. That's what it comes down to at the end of the day, man. The goaltending is the goal goal is one of the most, it's the most important position in hockey. Brett Burns struggling too. There was a lot of questions. There's a lot of question marks coming out of this series, but that, that's, a, that's just what happens when you lose. At the end of the day, like I said, they did make it to the Final Four. So many things can happen. Congratulations to the Hurricanes and the San Jose Sharks. Like the Final Four is an accomplishment. Shouldn't hang your head on that. Now we got St. Louis in Boston in the finals. I finally got a series right, man. You, Woo! You, find, you got, you oh got both God. of these right? No, I got to say, I finally got one oh, right. Oh, St. Louis. Jeez, okay. Man. Okay, so Trevor just, just sucks at predictions. Uh, give us your prediction for this one. Oh, well, you know what? On paper, you know, Boston's the better team. They got the experience. I think they got two of the best guys in hockey or through the three they got the best line in hockey right now with Pashnak, Bergeron and Marchand yes but come on man you know I'm not picking the Bruins are you kidding me man I'll, I'm I'm gonna go with St. Louis and but who do you th think is gonna win forget the forget the bias man it's been eight years who do you think is gonna win you know what at first I thought Boston okay but I, I do when you I look, when I look at when I look at the <laughs> <laughs> when I look at the rosters I do like St. Louis's depth more than the Bruins. Their fourth line right now is Ivan Barbashev and Alexander Steen. I forget the third guy right at the moment. I'm blanking. But that fourth line has been crazy for them. Like, Boston had a good fourth line, but, you, but it feels like there's less skill and it's more like a hot streak. Like, Sean Curley's had, like, a couple goals. 
Noel Ashari's been okay, right? Like, I think they're, they're a good, like, grinding fourth line. But St. Louis's fourth line, they can actually play hockey, man. And, you know, you got your centers of Oscar Sundquist has been amazing. Ryan O'Reilly's been great. Jaden Schwartz has 12 goals through three rounds. Like, you look at Boston, and it's the big guns getting it done for the most part. It's Bergeron, Marchand, and Pasternak. They had their slow moments, and the fourth line guys stepped up. A lot of, like, 3-1, 2-1 games, you know what I mean? There wasn't a lot of high-scoring games in either round two or three. Boston's winning a lot of low-scoring games. St. Louis, on the other hand, has guys who are able to put the puck in the net. They got guys who have been really good. I, I like their forward depth better. And again, I think it just comes down to goaltending. That's going to be the big thing. Can can the incredibly hot Jordan Bennington keep it going? Against the more incredibly hot Tuka Rask. Like, Tuka Rask is the best goaltender in this playoffs. I also think Tuka Rask is more of a hothead. Ooh, so man. if Tuka Rask gets rattled, then you, have, then you have yourself a series. Wow. You think he's going to get rattled, eh? Yeah. Well... Uh, well, I don't know. know I don't know if he's know, gonna, I don't know if he's gonna get rattled per se, I'll but be, I'll be honest. I'm just like listening to Trevor. I just I just hear like all this 2011 stuff coming coming out of him. Like he just doesn't want to say anything positive about the Bruins. Yeah, I, I say I, what I, you I complimented want. Rask. I complimented it, the top line. St. Louis is the best team since what January. So I'm not I'm not criticizing your your pick on them. I just think you're kind of you're kind of speaking way too down on the Bruins. I think we've seen players like Johansson, Coyle do their thing, DeBrusque do their thing, Krejci do their thing. Now I know at the, the end of that series against Carolina, which was a quick one, the top line just took over and, and that's what that top line can do. I, I just, it's kind of hard for me to not pick Boston. I feel like they got a bit more swagger. They got, the, they got home, home ice as well, which is very important. They got the hotter goaltender, St. Louis. Maybe I'm just not a believe, like complete believer. Can they really do this last to first? And Trevor, let me ask you this. How do you think they're able to do this? Now, they made the playoffs. That was an accomplishment based on where they were at in the in early January. But get to the Stanley Cup Finals? Like, why do you think they got here? Well, it's, it comes back to the incredibly hot Jordan Bennington, man. Come on. That guy gave the team all the confidence in the world when he stepped into the net. And I think Ryan O'Reilly actually said it after St. Louis beat San Jose last night. When Jordan Bennington came in, he was really good in a couple of those starts where St. Louis didn't play very well. And O'Reilly talked about how that gave the team a ton of confidence. Look, I, going into the season, I thought St. Louis was a playoff team. I was pretty surprised to see them near the bottom of the standings. You know, on paper, they're a good team. Like, Tara Singles is a crazy player. Ryan O'Reilly is a great player. Great they got player. some great young guys as well. And look at their defense core, man. Yeah, Petrangelo, Perenko, Vince Dunn. They got some great players in defense as well. And yo, I was looking at Perenko's fancy stats and... If you're new to this program, Kyle does not believe in any really, uh, really importance behind fancy stats. Yet, uh, with Trevor's advice, I kind of been warming up to it. I don't, okay, okay. I, don't, I don't understand the language too much, but from what I was reading and from some of the the Twitter people who, who are fancy people, I guess, they thought Pranko had one of the better series out of any defenseman in recent memory in, in the conference finals. Uh, Colton Pranko, this guy was rumored to go to the Maple Leafs. You know, he's one of those defensemen in the middle of the year. Again, St. Louis was the worst team in the league. Whose defense core would you rather have? McAvoy, Chara, Krug, versus Pranko, Peter Angelo, Vince Dunn. I think right now... They got some good players back there, man. The thing about Boston's defense right now, it's a great defense, don't get me wrong. But Chara's 42 years old. And hurt. And hurt. Krug's had some injuries this year, too. Mm -hmm. McAvoy is still a young buck. St. Louis's defense, like they're entering their prime. And Petrangelo isn't his prime. Like he's at the top of his game right now. 
Colton Pranko has been around a few years. I just feel like their defense, minus Jay Bomeister, obviously, and <laughs> a thousand games. That St. Louis defense is playing, has more players in their prime right now, more impact players in their prime. Fair enough. It's it's going to be one hell of a series. Yeah. Uh, from the way we're talking, I feel like we're on, we're on the fence with both these teams. You're picking St. Louis, I'm picking I've been Boston. On, I've been on the fence about every series, Exactly, man. fair enough. <laughs> like, like, Trevor's mentioned it so many times about the parity in this league. After this, after round one, I just don't think there was any way of really knowing what was going to happen. And, I, no, I, and I say that as a guy who who pretty much bombed all his picks. But <laughs> it's an unpredictable league, for sure. It is a very unpredictable league. Um, not knowing what was going to happen, I think this is a good good little good good little way to, to lead into this next topic about these two teams making the finals like the whole year we thought the faster teams were going to do it the quicker teams the lighter teams the smaller teams yet the st louis blues and the boston bruins i mean they're big big teams now they they don't lack skill they got a lot of skill too are you surprised by that peter uh, uh pete DeBoer is that the san jose uh, sharks coach he was saying something about that too how look at the teams who made the finals look at the players that they have uh, are we are we supposed to be reading too much into it? I think you could probably read a little bit too much into it, to be honest. Uh, I look, I look at a team like Carolina who plays the complete opposite way the Bruins do, and yeah, they got swept, and that's not a good look. But at the end of the day, man, I, I do think if Carolina had a bit some better goaltending, might have been a different series, you know what? Mm-hmm. So it's a tough call, man. I think too. the NHL in general, like Boston, like we talk about these teams being bigger and heavier per se. But these aren't like the big bruising teams of the early 2000s. These teams in general still, like, again, St. Louis's fourth line is what, Barbashev, Steen, and I, oh man, who the hell is that other guy, man? He's driving nuts. Who is that, it? But that fourth line, I think it's like well, Sammy, Sammy look at, Blaze. Look at, their, look at their third line. It's like Tyler Bozak, uh, that Robert Thomas dude, and then you yeah. got Pat Maroon. I, I, I guess that's where I'm at too. I hope that people don't read too much into it. These, these teams still have a lot of skill throughout their lineup. They don't have a fourth line that plays two minutes a game. They don't have a five-six pairing that plays five minutes a game. They're still deep teams. They play with a lot of skill. You don't want to look too much into the bigger bodies, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, like there's <laughs> a lot of general managers out there that they've always been on that thing where they kind of stay away from smaller players. And, and over the last two years, a lot of people like you and I have been saying like, yo, you don't have to do that anymore. Pick whoever you want. Pick the players with the most skill. It doesn't matter how big they are. It doesn't matter how small they are. Is that something that we should be talking about now? Uh, yeah, it's going to be a conversation no matter what because you're right. These two teams do play a little bit more physical. They play a little heavier. And they're just taller and, by no, science. <laughs> science. Science rules, guys. There you go. Well, the, we talked about, I've talked before about the 2014-15 final, how that kind of changed the game. Tampa Bay and Chicago, one of the fastest, most exciting series out there. I'm curious how this series goes. What if it is? A, what if it is a bloodbath? Or what if the Bruins just absolutely that would dominate? Be sick. Well, what if the Bruins like absolutely overpower St. Louis or vice versa? What if it does become just like this physical battle, and one team kind of dominates it? it? We don't know until it happens. Uh, my prediction is that I I do think in general the way scouting's changed, the way the draft has gone, the NHL isn't just going to revert back to big boy slow hockey. It's just Good. not going to happen. And we're, it, we're too far evolved. This this is a copycat league too. And you don't get that too. You don't get too far when you begin copying other plans. Stick to your plans. If you got some skilled players, stick to that. Just get to the finals somehow, some way. It's it's a journey. Who would have thought? So many things could have happened in the playoffs too. I mean, I know, I know it's inevitable to to say so many things could have happened. Blah blah blah. But yo, look at Boston. They could have lost to to the Maple Leafs. Look at 
uh, San Jose. They couldn't have yeah. made the Final Four. They might, they almost lost to Colorado. What about the, all those Maple Leafs fans being like, Toronto would have beat those teams? Because oh, they look at Columbus and Carolina, the two wild yeah. cards. So I'm like, come on, get out of here. I, th- I think Columbus would beat Toronto. Not going to lie. Yeah. I, I guess both these teams for now... Um, we're saying they're they're outliers to to the situation that we kind of want. We want we just want hockey to to keep to keep producing a lot of goals. I'm not gonna lie though, yeah. I I want lots of goals, and there hasn't been a lot of goals from from Bruins hockey in these playoffs. Yeah, rounds two and three were pretty tight. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I do hope there's some oh, more man. goals, and I hope there's some physicality. I hope we bang some bodies, man. Let's go. Okay, so you Stanley got the finals, baby. St. Louis. Saint, I got Boston. I'm going St. Louis in six. Jordan Bennington winning the Smythe. One of the most crazy consequence stories of all time. Okay, happens. before we bounce, we got we to gotta give a little light to that too. So a little bit more light, especially here in Vancouver. A lot of us don't want to praise Jordan Bennington because some people think that he may be, oh, beat out EP40 yeah. for the Calder. Oh, God, but man. yo, this guy's putting on a Cam Ward type of performance. Yeah. And what a crazy story. The Blues organization, they wanted to demote Jordan Bennington to the ECHL last year. Jordan Bennington was like, nah, I'm not doing that. Hell no, I'm not going to the East Coast Hockey League. He denied it. So St. Louis, they asked Boston's affiliate if they would like want to use Bennington as, as their goalie. This doesn't happen that much, okay? You're using another person in another system to help your system out. That doesn't happen a lot, but it did happen. And now the irony. Yeah, it's it's crazy. There's, there's a lot of are. ironic storylines. Yeah. I think the the Bennington, the Bennington playing in the prop with the Providence Bruins, and the fact that the Blues and uh, the last time they were in the Stanley Cup Finals, they were beat by Bobby Orr flying through the air in 1971. So that reminds me too. I, I didn't finish that Bobby Orr book. It's halfway done, and I, I want to finish that. It's one of the best books I've ever read. Well, I didn't finish it. But <laughs> the best half book you ever the read. The best half book <laughs> I ever read. And he, and he talked about that goal, how how when he scored it, everyone praised him and. He just didn't fuck with that. Like, there's so many little things that happened in that play. And the, the picture that's so great of him flying in the air, it was like the after fact. He didn't, like, dive and, and bat that puck out of midair. It was just kind of like the after fact. You know, he scored a goal, got tripped during his celebration. Such a great moment, though. That picture is iconic in hockey history. It's going to be a crazy series. St. Louis, 1970. Got to be happy for those people. There you go, buddy. Uh, are you sad that they may win a couple for the Canucks? How's that hitting you? No, I'm not sad about it, man. I mean, it's better than seeing Boston win. And, yeah, and you know what? Ah, <laughs> I got it out of him, man. I got it out of him. <laughs> oh, the bias is here on Silk and Filthy. Let's go, Blues. I'm throwing my weight behind them. Silk and Filthy. I'll see all you filthy bastards after a couple games of the Stanley Cup playoffs. Peace. It's a nice day for a white wedding. It's a nice day to Start again. Hey, little sister, who is it you're with? Hey, little sister, what's your vice wish? Hey, little sister, shotgun, oh yeah. Hey, little sister, who's your superman? Hey, little sister, shotgun. It's a nice day to. It's a nice day for a white wedding It's a nice day to start again
this world And there's nothing sure in this world And there's nothing pure in this world Look for something left in this world 